Scunthorpe United have lost 4-0 at home to Exeter City this afternoon. Love it. this thing on good afternoon everybody thank you all so much for joining us on this surprise podcast um for for all of you out there uh, we're going to go through the the upcoming game now that we look forward to matches uh, we're gonna we're gonna go through what's gonna happen on saturday our first home game in three weeks uh so it's been a long time since blunder park so there's six thousand three hundred tickets already sold it looks like it might well be a sellout in the home end i am joined as always by bruce who is disappointedly not changed the omen shirt in the background uh, yeah, but we did do this on the hop i've had to, I've had to get dressed so to be on the pod uh, i uh don't stand I, up I'm, I'm, no actually look look, look i can no don't town, town orange shorts look are they <laughs> or are they just the red ones from the 90s that have now bled dry no no they're no they're, they're genuine the orange ones from what, a couple of years ago was it uh but um I feel like I feel like I was training with the youth team, and then you just pulled me to one side and said, "Can you play tomorrow? Or you playing tomorrow?" Um, yeah, I've, um, that's I've how Holloway used to do his team talks normally, isn't it? Tom, Tom would be very disappointed. I've done no preparation in the three minutes since I told you I could do it. Um, well, I mean, I don't want to break Tom. I don't want to upset Tom, but I don't do any preparation whatsoever. Though it may well come across on the podcast. Yeah, I'm just. Um, I've got. I've just been down to the club today and. Picked up a pile of, I'm just, I'm, I'm knee deep. Asda photos. I'm knee deep in Asda photos, yeah. Um, uh, I'm knee, knee deep in special photos and photos that are stuck together, but I don't know. We'll not go on to that one. Hopefully it was the flood damage. Uh, we are I, also, I think, Dave, Dave's slightly confused while we're talking about Asda. This has now been a, a, a couple of hour long argument now, whether it was a night is, is an, a, a club shop from the 90s in Asda or in Freshly Place, the local ta- the local shopping centre and whereabouts it was. But Dave from the Glover cast is here. He's here to talk about everything Yeovil um, and uh, re, re, recount yesterday's uh, viral penalty where a, a, where a Weymouth steward was violently assaulted. He's still recovering. Yeah, he's, yeah. His ears still ringing from that ball hitting him. Although I'm not sure how hard it actually was, but uh, you certainly heard a didn't you, when that one... That one we, are, we are just glad that there is a team uh, as, as poor on penalties as we are supposedly this season. Um <laughs> Gonna say, I, I I think you guys protest too much here. Though I've <laughs> I've seen you, I've seen you, you you guys play this season. There's nothing very poor about Grimsby Town. Not not as of the twentieth of October, two thousand and twenty-one. This season, I I'm hope not having it. It's not going to work. You know, you commentators curse. It's not going to work. Yeah, this is all I do. If I'm negative, um, we're all now basically. I, I mean, the the reputation that Grimsby has that it stinks anyway is not helped now by the fact that there are six thousand people who haven't changed underwear for <laughs> six months, three months, and and I'm not, not going to cha- ask. Yeah, I'm not yeah, ask. Not, not changed, not changed uh, their shirt, not washed it just in case the good vibes go out of it. Everybody stood in the same position since we went top of the league, and and. 
and we'll do so until we don't, I imagine. But how has everything been down in the land of uh, helicopters? Helicopters, very good. That's some good local knowledge. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Most people say gloves. Our nickname is the Glovers, but that is a that is an industry in Yeovil, Somerset that goes back to I don't know a very long time ago. Helicopters is more is is more modern day, I think. But yeah, how are things? Pretty ropey, to be honest with you. Obviously, uh, I mean, you guys have only just come out of the um, of the football league, so you're, you're yet to feel the uh, the full misery of of the national league. But we're we're now entering our third season, and they've been two pretty well, with the possible exception of the certainly the first half of the first season, which was very good. Uh, I mean, we dropped out of the football league with a complete whimper. We no. Well, what what happened? Because let's be honest, the clubs that get relegated are both off and on the field, complete and utter car cr- crashes. Is that yeah. the same for you? Um, well, on the face of it, when we did drop out of the football league on the pitch, we were a complete car crash. We had a manager um, by the name of Darren Way, who was his own biggest fan, but um, by, certainly by the end of his uh, managerial career, had had zero fans. Um, but uh, on the on the pitch, oh, sorry, that was that was on the pitch. I got I got distracted by the uh, the uh, the question coming up the bottom. I'm not used to this. I'm not used to this. Ours is all audio, <laughs> so this is completely throwing me. But uh, yeah, so if I close my eyes, that's what I'm trying to distract it. So yeah, Darren Way was without question. If I had to pick my all-time Yeovil Town eleven players, I would put Darren Way in it fabulous player like non-stop running midfielder just complete energy the season um the, our sort of seasons getting out of the non-league into the football league after 108 years back in 2003 darren way was absolutely at the heart of it brilliant player manager coach absolutely stinks <laughs> absolutely worse than grimsby by the sounds of it um so we went out of the football league based on him uh well not him it, it hit as uh, a team of players who didn't want to put a tackle in i went to most games a season we went down or a lot of the away games i actually live up north which is why my accent is uh is slightly uh not not quite as uh Wurzel Gummidge. Uh, hang on, am I, am I the most southern man currently on this podcast then? Is that, is well, that what it is? North, though, she means Oxford. Yeah, yeah. Well, that still beats me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm talking Preston, Lancashire. So that oh, is further okay. north. Yeah. That is further north than Grimsby. But, um, but yeah. So, um, uh, so yeah, I just seen there someone uh, saying played uh, played with Darren Way for a, a Yeovil legend game, massive big timer. There you go. So, so yeah. To, Steve, finish... Stephen McDay does sound like he has a far far bit more information than than I do on Yeovil, other than <laughs> going into a Augusta Westland every now and then. <laughs> there you go. So, well, so that, so is, um, Dave is um, is Stephen uh, a Yeovil legend then? I'm gonna say Dave, uh, Stephen McDay is not a, a name Yeovil legends a... game. I remember there were a few people when they when they played in that game. I think it was a testimonial, and and I'm sure they uh, there was like a I don't want to say a raffle, but you know there was a you could you could uh, pay to play. I think it was um, that was us so last maybe, season. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah, under Ian Holloway. God Almighty, yeah, good luck. Um, but uh, yeah, so but to answer your, to finish your, your, my answer to your question on the pitch, terrible. Off the pitch, we were in the midst of a takeover 
um, by someone. So we've been owned basically by the same people for 20 years, I think, um, by a local businessman, you know, a fairly wealthy local businessman and uh, and, and a supporter. Uh, so both of whom were sort of good custodians of us, I guess, whilst... Um, or, or seemingly good custodians, I should say, of us while we were in the league. They didn't. Um, they they didn't play. They didn't. Uh, it's really distracting these questions. I keep Sorry, seeing the, these things. <laughs> um, uh, so they they they, but they basically got to the end of, of their their time, uh, and they sold us to a another businessman, uh, a guy called um, Scott Priestnell, who's our current chairman. Now, um, Scott Priestnell had no background in football and you know that's a, that always rings an alarm bell doesn't it but then you could give him the benefit of the doubt and say well you don't need to have a background in football to run a football club um so he came in you know the usual big promises we'll do this we'll do that we'll sort things out off the pitch we'll sort things out uh and then backed with um uh, parachute payments out of the football league which obviously you guys are benefiting from now we actually put together a decent side in that first season we put together a side which had some good experienced players in it um trying to think of people you might have heard of carl dickinson played around in the football league for a bit left back was a good, good player for us charlie lee midfield player we had um we pulled a player out of um the conference south called reese murphy who uh, is now at South End? Very good, very good striker. Um, and we did really well in the first season. Um, and obviously, the first season was aborted due to uh, due to COVID. So we made it to the playoff semi-finals. But I don't know if you remember. Um, but in the in the National League, there was a gap of about from about February, March time, all the way through to sort of May, June, when no one was playing. Um, so we had to prepare for this game against Barnet. Um, in you know having not played for months and months anyway we lost that semi-final um and then the second season uh was obviously last season the the the, the covid season shall we say um which was a nightmare to start with we we you know kept it managed to keep a lot of our team and looked like we were going to do um okay then you know results didn't go our way from the off and then midway through the season, um, I'm not sure if you guys remember it, but our um, club captain, a guy called Lee Collins, uh, uh, tragically committed suicide. And um, there was, you know, sort of, all, there's a whole other story behind that. But as you can imagine, your club captain being lost in a, in a situation like that just, just destroyed the club, just made nobody want to play anymore. Um, the players, the fans, no, nobody did. And I mean, to be fair to them, they saw the season out. Um, we finished mid-table somewhere. But I think it's probably fair to say that nobody really cared by the end of it where we finished. We just wanted last season over, done and dusted and and, and, and gone. Um, and then, obviously, in the summer, we had, you know, crowd funders and people trying to raise money to keep the the, the the club going with the problems that there was with 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 covid and now we're in a situation where those owners who took over promising great things two years ago are persona non grata because they didn't deliver on anything that they promised they were going to deliver on um they put as far as I can tell, zero investment of their own into into the club. Uh, borrowed eight hundred thousand pounds from the um, Sport England loans on you know good terms for a loan, but still eight hundred grand to be to uh, to be in debt. So we're now in a position where we've had to, a lot of our more experienced players left in the summer. 
Um, others uh, chose to leave, like Rhys Murphy being an example, our top scorer for the last two seasons, went to Southend. And uh, we've had to replace him with kids, basically, by and large, uh, you know, with a few exceptions. I think Adi Youssef is our most uh, experienced player at the age of 29. So, um, yeah, it's been been a sort of a bit of a hit and miss uh, start to the season. We lost in the first game, lost to Kingsley at home, which is never a good thing to do on the, on the first game. Had a player sent off in the first half. And then we won three on the bounce. We beat, uh, where did we, we won away at Oldershot. And then yeah. I, I came on the Stockport County podcast, live cast, just like this. And I was saying, this isn't going to be pretty. We're going to, oh, Stockport, there's so many good players. We went there and we spanked them 3-0. And it was honestly probably the best away performance I've seen for donkey's years watching Yeovil that game. Really? Yeah, absolutely. And, and I mean, they were poor. Don't get me wrong. Stockport were out of form, out of sort. <laughs> you guys aren't out of form at the moment, are you? But yeah, we 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 played them off the park on their own pitch. Um uh, and we'd had a win in between that. Um, so we beat Oldershot and then we beat Halifax at home on the TV. Um, and then we beat Stockport 3-0. But that seems to have been where we've peaked. Then I think we played Chesterfield. We'd lost, which is no shame because, you know, they've uh, put together a, a very expensively yeah. assembled side. Then we lost at Borehamwood. Adi Youssef was sent off in the first half. And then we had a run of four home games. Um, we drew with trying to remember what order it was. So we drew with Maidenhead, which was a terrible game. They had a player sent off with 20 minutes to go. Absolutely awful game. Uh, and then we mm-hmm. drew Altrincham. They they had a left-back in goal for 74 minutes. We, we could only score one goal against them. And then probably the biggest indignity of all was last weekend we drew... Oh, here we go. You got my, you got the table up here. Yeah, so there you go. Chesterfield, Borenwood. Uh, ah, that's right. We lost to Notts County. Again, no great shame losing to Notts County. They're a decent side. Um, Ruben Rodriguez scored twice against us for them. Looked a very good player. Um, so yeah, we drew. Then we drew with Alti. They had um, left back in goal for seventy-four minutes, and then we had Did the. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the goalkeeper got injured, uh, went off, and they had no sub goalkeeper. So they brought on. There you go. Tony Thompson went off, and it was Hampson. Yeah. Hampson yeah. came on. He's a he's a left back, um, and. Now, going forward, we are absolutely shocking. But you see that result there, 11th of September, Stockport County, 3-0 away. Shows what you can do. But um, just to finish off on the on the form at the moment, the biggest indignity was we have, so Weymouth are our local rivals there. You know, really? Like, okay. Yeah. 30, 30 minutes down the road on the on the South Coast. So, But we haven't played Weymouth in a league game since the late 80s. Um, so it's it, that, and we played them in an FA Trophy game 21 years ago. That's the last competitive time we played them in front of fans, I should say, because we played them twice last season and beat them twice last season, but there were no fans there. So last Saturday at our place was the um, first time we played them in a cup tie. Went one nil up, did our usual thing, played all right in the first half, shocking in the second half, just completely impotent going forward. Is they, it just a lack of fitness? Is it a lack of... Fit, fitness is not a problem for, for this. Okay. They're, they're, they're all young, uh, you know, athletic players. They're, they're you know... It's, it's more of a it's, mental thing. Well, it's just... 
not very good going forward. It's the, and the, and the way that we the way that we set up is very defensive. So if we had our first choice um, starting eleven, we would play two holding midfielders effectively with two attacking wingers, um, and then possibly pff, a, a, another. Certainly not attacking player in the in in the middle of the park, and then we have a player called Joe Quigley who's been around the um, the non-league for a while as well. He's sort of a a big yeah. target man up um, up front, more than a target man, I would say. But um, but yeah, so we're just not set up to be attacking. Uh, we just don't have the players to be attacking, and it and it shows. Do you know what? It's it's weird you say that because I bet if you asked a lot of Grimsby fans at the moment, they would probably have Adi Youssef in a heartbeat. Yeah. Uh, he used to play for us for a bit um, and he, he did quite well. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, Adi Youssef, Bruce? I, I was just saying to Dave that we, if you'd have asked some town fans at the moment because we're looking for another striker, he'd be exactly the sort of one we would probably be looking for. I didn't think he got a fair, I didn't think he got a fair crack, really, to be fair. Um, yeah. Wasn't it? Didn't he come in under Bignett and then was one of the ones that Slade moved out quite quickly? Yeah, um, absolutely. So yeah, there were quite a few. Anybody that had got anything about them that that looked like they might have a bit of flair or anything was uh, quite quickly shown. Russ, the door. Russ doesn't like flair unless it so, unless it's <clears throat> unless it's one going up in the air to show him how high they need to kick it. <laughs> well, didn't he? Didn't he go to? Where did he go after us? Did he go to Blackpool at one point? Yeah, I, he uh, did. Yeah, yeah. Then, I, I, he went to Solihull. Solihull was the place where he scored a lot. Um, and then he signed for Blackpool, didn't kick a ball for Blackpool. Um, but he was loaned out to, I think last season he had a stint at Wrexham. Obviously, they weren't the, you know, the Harlem Globetrotters that they are now. Um, and they had a stint at uh, Chesterfield as well last season. Yeah. Divide yeah, opinions. Always looks all right. I, yeah, I... I... I certainly, we, we certainly said we would have taken him in the last couple of seasons with the way we've yeah. been struggling. Um, right. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, I thought he was all right. But maybe, I, like you say, maybe his career is maybe his career is going the other way. He just doesn't than... seem to spend any time, does he? Anywhere? I mean, That's I it. guess the the one question that every town fan wants to know is how's Mitch Rose doing? Is he your is he your main penalty taker? If not, why not? And has he had any scraps with officials yet? <laughs> so Mitch Rose is probably the least popular man in in really uh, town. Oh, he's getting all oh, right, and, and and it's got nothing to do with anything he's done whilst wearing a shirt and running around on the pitch. So I don't know if you've heard Mitch Rose's recent history. Have you? Um, oh, the last thing I knew about him was that he had a fight with somebody at Boston. All right. Okay. No. So he has had a fight with someone. So he was convicted of uh, assault. And I, I'd say, really? yeah. So I say that you can look this up on South Yorkshire police website. So uh, <laughs> you can get chapter and verse on that. He was convicted of assault of, I want to say a 26 year old woman. Uh, oh, wow. and, uh, yeah, Bruce, exactly. did I walk into this one? I didn't know this one. Yeah. 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 So um, he is not, um, I mean, as a as a play, I mean, if none of if he had none of that background, um, he would have been, you know, he would have been the kind of player we'd be looking for, you know, an experienced head that can sit in the middle of the park, um, and you know, and uh, you know, do do a good job. If he can take penalties, as I'm sure we'll come on to, then <laughs> we could have done with him last night. But no, he's not a popular signing, basically just because because of that, people don't want 
Yeah, yeah, that's understandable. <laughs> you know, fractured a woman's cheekbone several, and and he's still on a you know a suspended sentence now. Now I'm all for giving people a second chance, but he he was given a nine month suspended sentence for this, and you know that's still ongoing. So, and I've heard no sort of words of contrition from him. Whether he's not been given the opportunity to give words of contrition or not, I don't know. But um, yeah, Mitch Rose. Not, That's not, an interesting I, one. I wouldn't because... expect him to be available for Saturday anyway. He's been out injured for the last couple of games. So, yeah, he's, he's definitely uh, an acquired taste that hasn't been acquired in a lot of Yeovil yet, I don't think. Well, I walked into that one. <laughs> Sorry, um, I should have warned you. No, 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 it's all right. No, 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 it's fine. Um, the only other player, yeah, something similar, was a player we both shared as well was Terrell Forbes because oh. I think he came to us during an inquiry as well. Uh he was currently in under suspicion, wasn't he, for a, a crime that eludes me at the moment. I want to say assault as well, but um, uh, I don't know what happened with that. Um, but there we go. He was with Terrell you afterwards. Forbes. Wasn't he? Terrell Forbes was part of our team under Russell Slade. Was not Nottingham Forest out in the semi-finals of the of the League One playoffs, which you were telling me, Alex, you were at that game. So I was. Russell, yeah, Russell Slade might be a swear word in Grimsby. Terrell Forbes is. Yeah, we still think uh, Terrell Forbes scored, I think, his only goal for us. I could be wrong. He might have got another um, against Bristol Rovers, who were our, uh, you know, sort of low, nearest to local rivals because we never played Weymouth. Um, so we still sing today who put the ball in the gases net. Terrell, Terrell Forbes did. So yeah, he's still a legend. Still a legend. Well, how is Russell Slade taken up there? Because, um, yeah, how's, it, how's he taken up there? Um, or, or down there, I guess. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it from my... Exactly, yeah, yeah. Um, so Russell Slade, so came in, replaced a, a, a little, a one man who I would put. Uh, yeah, Stephen McDade is back again. Will be an inconsistent mid-table team. I would take mid-table inconsistency now, Stephen. Yeah, I would. Uh, I would take it, and I would agree with you that um, I think Grimsby will have too much for us. So, um, so Russell I, Slade. I, I don't really oh. want to put that one up. I think he's he's he's. He's tempting fate there, isn't he, Bruce? Well, tempt it more, Stephen. Tempt it more. Tempt it more. Um, so, yeah, Russell Slade, is he, he replaced a club legend in Gary Johnson, the man who got us out of, um, you know, the non-league uh, after 108 years, then got us up into League One. So he was he was in trouble. I think was it, there was a story about he left you guys, didn't he, after a playoff final? Am I right? He left oh. you guys under a bit of... Go on, tell me the this, story. I can't remember. This is well, Bruce. From what we've the the rumor always used to go around is that he told the team at half time that he was going to Yeovil, and In I had it. Final. Yeah, and I had it reported that during the game he was on the phone to Yeovil sorting out contract deals and the like. But we've had a really? number of players that have come on that have said they didn't know anything about it until after after the match because that final was pretty dreadful, wasn't it, Bruce? It didn't go very well, did it? Um, it, it we did had our not. main man got our main man got injured, didn't he? We, had, we there was a penalty we shouldn't have. We, even, we played really badly, but we we should still have tapped probably taken something from the game. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. We lost we lost one nil to Cheltenham. At right. Oh, who, who took? Yeah, Cheltenham. Who took what? Less fans than we did. Who have got a short trip over the the the, the bridge, um, and and us that had to travel. It felt like nine hours to get to to Cardiff. <laughs> I gotta because say, I everywhere's a long way from Grimsby, though, isn't it? I mean, fair. we're it's preaching. Yeah, we're preaching to the choir there. I think, aren't we? Yeah. Um, 
But um, I went. I went to Yeovil a few years ago. Um, yeah. I came down. We drew nil nil. It was a, a nil nil thriller. We had a caretaker manager in charge. Uh, Dave Dave uh, Dave Moore was in charge. Alex when I went, and uh, it was the time. Do you remember when he just kept saying he wanted to get back and sit on his ice box? Wanted to let somebody else take over. He's, yeah. he's, our, he's our physio. Come caretaker manager about fifteen times, and uh, he uh, yeah he just wanted to get back. We, we went for it. Had an interesting night out afterwards. It was. Um, even for someone from Grimsby, it was like going back in time to the 90s. And uh, we ended up in some karaoke bar with some locals. Uh, what were they doing? There were some dodgy substances quite prevalent. And um, I, ended up, I ended up climbing uh, I ended up climbing through a hotel room window to get back after, we, after, after I got locked out of the hotel in my underwear. <laughs> there's, probably, there's probably someone in Yeovil still looking for you. <laughs> a yeah, police officer. No. We, uh, we 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 stayed in this hotel and it was quite a two stories, but it was quite low single story. And I ended up going back first. And one of the lads one of the lads came back and he didn't have a key. And he ended up ringing me, I think. And I I sort of woke up and and came back to let them in or something. Um, and uh, I didn't realise the door had got a lock on the inside, so we both ended up locked out. And um, I I climbed in through a, a an open window that I wasn't sure who was in the room, but luckily it was empty. Uh, let myself along the corridor, and uh, all well, all was well that ended well. But it could have been there; uh, it could have been very, very dodgy, depending on who was in that room. Who's who, who's the guys that we really need to to pay attention to? Quigley is 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 the man, is he, Dave? Well, Quigley's our top scorer. Let's put it that way. Okay, but, we need um, to take him out. Yeah, so he's <laughs> but he, he he's not in form at the moment. He so good. Uh, can, can I can I tell you the story of uh, last night? So it was our replay. FA please do, replay. please do. I will find the video while you're telling us. Telling honestly, it. honestly, this this is uh, so. So I wasn't there. Like I say, I live in Lancashire. So um, so I was listening to this on the uh, on the radio. But it was described by a friend of mine who was at the game as trying our absolute hardest to lose this game. We tried everything to lose this game. So we so we went we we we'd played them at our place, gone one up in the first half. They'd equalized in the 94th minute um to take us to a replay at their place. Um so again we took a thousand down, which you know is for, for I know you guys travel in huge numbers everywhere you go, but um for us that's that that's pretty good local derby, so you'd expect it. Um absolutely pelting it down with rain, wind horrible it was. Um but uh but yeah so we um we went one nil up in the first half and to be fair we were playing pretty well. We um all the way through till uh, probably about 20 minutes from time. And then you, you felt they were starting to come back into a bit, Weymouth. They equalised again, 87th minute, um, took it to extra time. Uh, they had a, we had a couple of decent chances. Out of Yusuf thought he should have had a penalty in the first half of extra time. Um, our, our goalkeeper, Grant Smith, made a fantastic save from a player called Brandon Goodship. Uh, who plays for Weymouth, used to play for us. Uh, and right at the end of of, um, of the second half of extra time, we then went down the other end. Yusuf had a shot, handball, penalty. Penalty in the 120th minute of this uh, of this replay. Missed it. Or he got saved. So, um, there you go. Yeah. This Stephen McDade knows everyone, doesn't he? Who is this man? 
He's, like, he's a man. All we knew is he's a man. He's, he's living it up in Italy from all we knew, but now he's 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 the man in the know in the southwest. Right, so Stephen McDade, whoever you are, you uh, yeah, you know, you know absolutely everything. I'm impressed. You have to come on our podcast. You know it all, mate. But um, but yeah, so uh, penalty saved. Joe Quigley took that penalty. Um, then it went to probably the worst penalty shootout of in FA Cup history. Uh, so I think, uh, what was it? Uh, we they, they missed the first one. We scored the second one. Then they, first of all, missed their second one. But then it got retaken because somebody had uh, thrown a bottle. Uh, and then it got retaken and they scored. Then everybody missed. Um, and then it came down to this one. So this is Tom Knowles, who is probably, I would say, is arguably our best player. Watch this. Watch this. <laughs> this steward, look at him. He comes walking across thinking, I'll be safe here. I'll be all right here. I don't even need to look. Don't even need to look where that ball's going. Boom! <laughs> Smacked him straight in the head. Now, if that is not the... That was described on the FA Cup... Um, uh, Twitter feed as the worst FA Cup penalty of all time. I, I would challenge anyone to find a worse one. Um, but it anyway, was pretty poor, wasn't it? It was pretty poor. It was pretty poor. So luckily, Brandon Goodship, one of our former players, stepped up after that one uh, and put the put his shot over the bar, and we won. Uh, cue scenes of jubilation um, after three, two absolutely dire draws at home. And um, and a defeat at home to uh, to Notts County. So we we're hoping that that you know is going to springboard us our season. But then we've got to go to top of the table, Grimsby Town, who are flying. Um, won your last game five nil against Bromsgrove. Bromsgrove, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I I I, I have my. I'm the pessimist of the three of the three people that are on this podcast. I'm I'm the pessimist. The other one is the is the the, the voice of um, the voice of balance, and then the yin to my yang is Ben. Ben is the voice of positivity uh, of, of in everything that he does. And if he's watching this, when I went on the Stockport um, podcast, he was he was claiming that I was criticising him for being positive. Everyone oh, needs a Ben Barrett in their life. To we've, lift we've, them. Yeah, we've got one like that. Tom has already said yeah. that the, 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 the league will be wrapped up come sort of November. Well, to be fair, but, Tom's I mean, looking about right. <laughs> he, he wasn't last season. Um, yeah. I mean, all we can say, Dave, is think of it this way. Who would you rather have win it? The the Hollywood boys of, Re- of Wrexham, the, the Billy Big Balls of Stockport who are, are going around splashing. Chesterfield, who seem to have just... I assume they've robbed a train at some point. Well, they furloughed everybody. Just... They furloughed yeah. everybody. And now, they're spending, now they're spending the money that they've saved while everyone was on yeah. furlough, aren't they? So... I mean, it sounds silly, but with the, with the, the, the lighter, with the, the light side of this, um, but you never know. We could, we could come back on in, in a couple of weeks' time and uh, talk to you in what? When do we play each other again in March? And we could Sometimes. be crying our eyes out. But, um, I mean, we're we going to share this audio. So is there any questions you've got for us in terms of, coming up here and anything yeah. you want to, to ask well, 
Well, I was going to say, because I was just messaging with my uh, my colleagues here and I was saying, this ain't going to work for our podcast, lads. So I say because because we need we need 10 minutes of you talking about uh, about what's going on with Grimsby. So uh, so we'll do it now. We'll pretend that this is going to this is going to go out. And we'll just take this little bit of uh, this bit of audio. Yeah, I mean, by all means, do an intro or anything if you want. Yeah, we... go on, I'll do that. I'll do that. We'll make it look seamless. <laughs> OK, three, two, one. OK, um... so this is Dave. <laughs> He's ruined it. Okay, so this is Dave, and I am joined by Alex and Bruce from uh, the from Grimsby Town, Grimsby Town supporters, who are going to talk to me. I've been talking to them for the past twenty minutes about what it's like being a Yeovil Town this season. Don't listen back to that; it is depressing. Um, but they're going to tell me all about how. Grimsby Town are flying their way through National League on their way to to promotion. So, Alex Bruce, I don't know who wants to go first. What can Yeovil Town fans expect at the end of a long trip from Somerset to uh, to Grimsby? I mean, Bruce will be able to tell you far more, but the only things I can tell you is cracking food, a half-decent pint, and uh, some of the best fishing chips on the planet. But uh, on the pitch... I like the sound of this already. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> We, we've had a little bit of a revolution at our place. We're under new ownership and the food is now, it's probably the best restaurant in town. It's full of local street fairs. And I don't know what you are privy to in the away end, but um, I'm sure if you bunged a um, a town fan, a tenor, they will be able to sw- uh, uh, slide over a scotched egg or something like that. That's, that's all the rage. Bruce, what, what about you? Because I mean, I haven't, the only game I've experienced this season was from the comms box doing the, the shouting. So what's it like for the away fans that do come? What are we what can what can Dave and the rest of the Oval fans expect? I don't think they get access to the same food as we do, do they? So oh, I, 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 I would, they still got the I old chili burgers. <laughs> I was yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta bring your own microwave. Eyelids and testicles. <laughs> um no, I would if I was coming up. Which if I was doing Yeovil, I would be that I would be up nice and early. We'd be on the road at half five, six o'clock to get up for opening, or just after. Um, and I would make sure you were in the fan zone before the game because they do do some of the very nice uh, food in there. So uh, yeah, I would check out the fan zone. Is that a little get... bit behind the in the away terrace? When I've been there before, there's like a little bar that you had in there. Is that the same place? It's no, it's new this season. Um, okay. So it's between if, if you're in the away end, it's between your stand and the big tall Finder stand on the left. It's in okay. the corner there, but you have to access it from Grimsby Road from the main road. So you you, you would go there before and then walk round to the away turnstiles. But yeah, it's uh, it's got good beer, it's got good food, and it's got reasonably civilized fans in it. So yeah, it's uh, you it's don't go in anymore, be. do you, Bruce? <laughs> I, I can't afford it, mate. It's, it's every home game. The, the food, the food and drink is that good now that every home game costs about the same as an away one. Um, yeah, you've just got uh, a lot of overweight town fans now wondering why they've put on three stones since August. You can't just you can't just turn up and just sort of go and watch the game because the smells and the smell of the food just sort of whacks back you. And, uh, and, 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 and what about what about on the pitch? What can we expect? The, the you're not allowed to. You're not allowed to eat on the pitch, Dave. On, on, the, <laughs> on the pitch, we 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 look like a well-oiled machine. Which um, we, uh, we've we've all been very pleasantly surprised how quickly um, the the squad that Paul Hurst has assembled over the summer um, has done. And and somebody said to me today, they think that one of the big things was that he had his budget early. He spent most of it early. Um, and we had pretty much our full squad, uh, give or take two or three players, before uh, yeah. we started pre-season training. 
which was and, and uh, before probably you even finished like he'd, he'd signed players before the national league had really even finished hadn't he we exactly, had a long yeah. pre-season yeah it was, it was, yeah god it was it was about about 10 weeks or something wasn't it, it was yeah crazily long and the season started late anyway because you'd all been playing late but yeah um we just thought i don't you know i'm not saying what the result's going to be at the weekend but we just look like there's so much confidence and togetherness in the squad they're well organized the team the team that beat i know bromsgrove were a couple of tiers below but the team that won five nil at a cancer last week that could have won ten nil easily was three quarters of our of our reserves yeah he made seven um, changes they, they, he made seven changes last week so we just look we're a, we're an injury up front away from a little bit of a, problem, a little bit yeah. of having to sort having to have a think about which way we go but the rest of the, the rest of the team's pretty much got two players that wouldn't let themselves down you know for in in in, in their position yeah it looks that way but i mean it probably always does when you're flying and it's a long time since we've been flying so we're just we're, we're having to learn and adapt to following that team that's and it's just yeah it's really lots well. of problems isn't it lots of problems for Hurst to, to work out and we've got players coming back from injury max wright who is a sort of a young seminal talent in the in the local in locally has always promised a lot and has just been really unlucky with injuries and he's coming back again i mean he injured himself celebrating his goal against wrexham didn't he really? he pulled a hamstring um but um he's um he's now coming back he played a couple of minutes yesterday and he's sort of you got him, Will uh, Bapaga and and Enrico Sousa, who have been phenomenal on the on the wings, and they can just sort of change as much as they want. and And the main conversations we've been having, if we try and find a criticism, which is hard to do, is we worry about being up front. We've got we've got two very good strikers in Grant Taylor and 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 John McAtee. Uh, McAtee came from Scunthorpe, uh, our local rivals, who were told we were told he was lazy. Yet Paul Hurst was absolutely you could tell when he signed it one of the first players he signed he was so excited that we'd got him and you can kind of see why uh grant taylor the only worry you have is a bit injury prone and and you worry about that but he's been so good so strong up front um he might be a bit knackered because he's added he's had a kid so i mean that might be an opportunity but they're, they're they're both they both didn't play on the week uh, at the weekend, did they, Bruce? So they've so had they'll be, almost they'll two be weeks nicely off. relaxed. And we've played 120 minutes in the pouring rain <laughs> on Tuesday night, so you can see where this is going, isn't it? No, well, we I, can't. No, it, it's a, it's a one nil away win. That's what it, yeah, that's what it that's, is. I'm taking it. I, it's sold, sold. I love it. It's it's one of these things because I think one of the one of the few advantages of being down here before, which we'd never been before, we got relegated last time, is that we. We know what to expect. We're waiting for we we we. I went to Bromley. We got tanked. It was absolutely siloing it down the whole game. Their manager and their team absolutely loved winding us up. They kept, ran over to us for each of their three goals. Uh, they clearly don't have anything better to do. Um, but um, it was. Um, we know that that's coming. We've been spanked five nil by Braintree, and we understand that this league is a pain in the ass to get out of. Yeah. And I wasn't expecting us to be anywhere near this at the moment. I mean, no. um, we were, I was with Wrexham and, and, and uh, Stockport splashing the cash around like there's the end of the world. Um, we just expected to sort of be, we would like the playoffs. That's where we were aiming yeah. for. Um, but this league well, is madness. 
I have to say that when, uh, you know, when you two teams came down and looking at uh, who Southend had brought in as well, my prediction for, was worth absolutely nothing, obviously, was that Southend would finish quite comfortably in the playoffs and you guys would be in mid-table somewhere. Um, but how wrong How wrong am I? <laughs> uh, it's, it's it's all about the manager and, and yeah. the new owners. We've been needing new owners for 16 years. We finally got them. Uh, and they are absolutely everything you would hope for. If they didn't have a penny to rub together, we would. I would still have them in a heartbeat. They are yeah. so good. They're so open. They try new things. The whole place is buzzing. We've sold out. We've got, what, 6,300 tickets sold for tomorrow. Oh, sorry, for Saturday. Um, and that's not something we expect. Like, it's now continually growing, and people are excited about going again. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just... It's, dream world at the moment I'm, I'm i'm waiting for someone to wake us up i don't know how and you they, feel, and they promised and they promised nothing yeah they said they're not going to come in and make wild promises they promised nothing and it's basically the the boardroom equivalent of the manager saying we'll do our talking on the pitch yeah and they'll, 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 they'll do their talking on the pitch and off the pitch and that's that's what they'll you know what what will be will be after that they've not come in like your guys by the sound of it and oh we're going to do this we're going to do that because you know anybody in the right mind in this division knows what it's like, how hard it is to get out of, and you've you've basically got to be um, relentless. And it, I saw a statistic; I don't know where it came from. I don't know who pulled it up, but somebody had fed everything into some system the other day and come up with a end of season. Oh table. god, that was a ridiculous and, thing. Table. And, 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 it, and it had it had Chesterfield finishing to one point above us on one hundred and one points or something. Really. And, uh, and we just, we just, we just, I mean, I, I don't know, like I say, there, there may have been no theory behind it, it but, but somebody had somehow come up with this table. And like I say, we, you amassed a lot of points, but I think to win this, to win this league, you've just got to be relentless, haven't you? And keep winning and winning yeah. and winning. Doing all right so far. You're doing all right. Well, uh, for, for this uh, this segment where we're going to use this on the Glover's cast, I'm going to I'm going to stop it there um, because I love that positivity with regards to what owners do and how owners communicate with supporters. Don't make big promises, like you say. Do, do, do their talking on the pitch and off the pitch. If we could have that at Yeovil Town, I'd be I'd be very happy. So they're amazing. Yeah. Right, so I'm going to stop it there. Thank you very much for speaking to us. And now we'll go back to the podcast and we'll carry on this. Yeah, it was just, it was just, um, the, the stuff they do has been so wonderful. They've they've come on our podcast twice and they reached out to us. We didn't reach out to them. Um, they answered all the fans' questions. The only thing they asked for is we don't want anonymous questions. Throw your questions in properly. Like yeah. we want to be accountable as, as do the fans. And they've just listened. We did... We did we did a uh, a little Twitter thread a couple of months ago saying like what would you want to change and they've pretty much actioned absolutely every single one of them and then we did it again yesterday and then the CEO who's also been on the podcast came out and goes yeah 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 we've done we're looking at this one this one we don't think will work at the moment because of maybe X Y or Z and 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 the like um, and they're just they're happy to talk about everything and he's the owners they're, they're both local guys they've both done good um, they're both successful in business. Uh, but most and for, for most importantly, they're just approachable, and they will. That and they're switched on. I mean, we had the same. We had a, a local business guy, a local businessman who was a, a fan, but I don't know. He just he went down a spiral. I think. I yeah, it's the, it's the kindest way I could put it, isn't it, Bruce? He lost a himself helter, a bit. A, a helter skelter. 
yeah, he lost himself. Uh, but um, yeah, that's it, really. I don't have anything else to add. I'm just looking forward to it. It's nice to get a home game again. I mean, it'll be a shame I can't watch it. <laughs> it's not too long, though. Not too long to wait, mate, have you, till we, till we come down to Aldershot? Yeah, you're, 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 at, you're, at Wheel, you're at Wheelston, aren't you? So yeah, I think so. My mum's down here that week, though, so I've still not bought my ticket. So I've got to be quick. What next, um, next week? Yeah, my mum's here next week. So oh, mate, you, you can't. You, 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 struggle, <laughs> you, struggle, you struggle with games anyway. You can't. You can't miss. Oh, I don't know. I think we're matching each other at the moment, aren't we? I'm doing no, all right. I meant, I meant in general. Yeah. Well, yeah. To be fair, you probably get half the half the London teams to come, but oh, you can't. You can't miss. You can't miss a game down your way. Yeah, I'll have to. Uh, she might I've have to come got, along. I've got to say, I, 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 I don't mean that in a critical way. I mean that in a in a caring, yeah. town loving kind of way. What were you going to say, Dave, about older shot? I was going to say we did we did older shot a couple of uh, back of the uh, earlier in the season. That's a fantastic away end. I mean, you guys will fill it. Um, it's got like a, it's almost like a giant barrel strapped to the roof, so yeah, it, it gives amazing like echo off of the off the roof. It'll be you're not loving that. Do you not still get a bit of the side of the, down to the halfway you line? You do, well? yeah. You get a little bit, yeah. I think to yeah, the halfway get, line. Yeah, there's a little uh, little stand there that you get. Um, uh, you get Depends some. If it's raining. Yeah. It's yeah, the only exactly, it's yeah. the only stadium I know where you can lean up against a tree and watch the game because there's one in the away end, and you can sort of rest up against it. It's also got a yeah, telegraph. Yeah. It's also got a telegraph pole right in front of it on the pitch. Right. That kind of everybody forgets about, uh, which is quite nice. Uh, it's a it's a lovely old stadium, and if you're in the home fans, they've got a a beer garden in the woods. So where the away end is, you know, you go through that little park. The home end have got something very similar, and at the top they've got a. A little bar up in the in yeah, the, in that's the woods. Right, yeah. It's yeah. quite nice. But yeah, um, yeah. We've, got three, we've got three people on here that are all been to all the shop. How's that? That's, uh, I know. Uh, it's cracking. It's not, like old, well, not, like, not like Old Trafford, is it? The Georgia, <laughs> the Georgia, the Georgia, Georgia, the lower leagues, eh? Yeah, the exactly. Spelt with a W. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's that's enough. I'm looking forward to it, Dave. Are you are you coming across? It's not far. Or are you gonna? Well, it, are you going to say my, that side of the Pennines? To my eternal shame, I'm not. It's a very good friend of mine. It's a local birthday. away game, isn't it? I know, I know. I am getting absolute grief for it, I tell you. Yeah, I. so this season I've been to Stockport, which was a very local away game in Lancashire. I went to Aldershot, which is a lot a long old trip. Yeah, I went to yeah. Boreham Wood, which is a fair old trip as well. And then Grimsby, which is two and a half hours from where I am now, I think. There can't, can't be. Go. Yeah, there can't, can't be go. many other local games, can there? You'd have what Halifax, Altrincham. Altrincham is your local one, I guess. Isn't yeah, it? Altrincham, Stockport, probably the two closest ones. Yeah, and then, we got Hall- and then, Halif- then Halifax, won't it? Halifax, Halifax, yeah, that's not too bad. But yeah, there's quite a few of them, sort of into the Midlands and London. I mean, it's not a bad train line down from uh, where I am in Preston. So that that that's at least something. So, if we, Dave, if we were bottom of the league, would you have shut with your sack your mate off and come over? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe, but like hey, I say, you can come last, along. La- There's yeah, loads of well, stuff to do on the seafront. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. He's a Notts County fan, so uh, I don't think he'd. Uh, he'd, oh, he'd, he'd, he'd he would along. love to see a decent black and white team. All right, okay. I'll pass yeah. that one on to him. Yeah, I'll exactly. We've, we've got better pies than them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, don't, I, don't I, throw I, you in I a have, hooters. I have tried. I have tried the uh, the fish and chips at Grimsby before, so um, I'm trying to remember. I want to not steal. This is this is the contentious part, though. Where did you get them? Because this is the the one thing that Grimsby people from Grimsby talk about. Now there was it was it was a shop where you could go and you could sit in. It wasn't like one. It wasn't near the great. It wasn't Cleethorpes. It was in Grimsby, 
Okay. Uh, I forget what it was called. I want to say it was called Steels, but it wasn't. But it's something like that. Uh, well, that's in Cleethorpes. That's in Cleethorpes Marketplace, Steels. Steels is a good one. If you went to Steels, you had the royalty of fish. Yeah. You would know. Oh, you maybe know. it is Steels. Um, uh, you think it, it looks like it's got lots of doilies, a couple of booths in red seat in. Yes. There yeah, you go. Yeah. Like, yeah. It looks a bit like a house that you'd see in that village near, 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 near Harry Potter's school. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's where I went. Yeah. Yes. Yes, indeed. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to, I know you said hello, Adam, but uh, we are going to go. Bye. You can watch it on Twitter again if you want to. And I think you can rewatch it on YouTube in a sec. We'll put it out as a podcast. And then uh, for all you Yeovil fans as well, get it on the Glovercast too. And we'll, um, you never know, if Yeovil win, uh, Dave might come back on next week. <laughs> yeah, he might, he, might, he, might he might be doing our pod for us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You'll be, you'll be sat there crying in the corner, will you? Yeah, well, that sounds about right. Right, I, see I, you all. I live in eternal hope. See you later, gentlemen. A pleasure Cheers, to speak mate. to you, Dave. See you later, Bruce. Cheers. Cheers. See you later. Bye. Bye.